book of Ezra, chapter number 10. Do y'all remember this passage? I'm on mute. Thank you. All right. Ezra chapter 10 this morning. We met together a few weeks ago, and I preached out of this passage. I focused on verses 10 through 12. It is in this text that God called me to become a pastor. At that time, BJ, I just wanted to serve. Clean the toilets, go visiting, go to the rescue mission. Didn't matter to me. I just wanted to tell people about Jesus. So I was good with that. And my pastor used to say, one day you'll be a pastor. And I said, no, sir. I said, when I go home, I don't have to worry about anything. I said, I, I don't want that. And it was in Ezra chapter 10, very unique passage, that God smote my heart. And he, he called me uh, to not just in ministry. I was already in ministry, but to... He gave me the heart of a pastor, and my wife will tell you that immediately the Lord changed my heart toward people. You've got to have a heart for people. Well, I want to go back here this morning, and I am, I'm going to be quick here. I want us to look at Ezra chapter 10 and begin reading in verse number 1. We want to read a couple of verses here, and I'll share with you what God's put on my heart. Now, when Ezra had prayed, and when he had confessed, weeping, and casting himself down before the house of God, there assembled unto him out of Israel a very great congregation of men and women and children, for the people wept very sore. And Shechaniah, the son of Jehiel, one of the sons of Elam answered and said unto Ezra, We have trespassed against our God and have taken strange wives of the people of the land. Yet now there is hope in Israel concerning this thing. Father, I pray this morning, Lord, that you'll do something that I cannot do. And I pray that you will affect our heart in an eternal way. Bless this service as we come together and now reveal a great truth and a great need. May you alone get the glory. May you alone draw people into yourself. You do what we cannot do. In Jesus' name, amen. Now maybe you were here a couple of weeks ago. Maybe you weren't. I'll just remind you of the context here. Ezra had just led more Jews out of captivity back to the promised land. And so he's here now. And not long after he got there, they came to him and said, Ezra, the people have gone away from God. They have sinned against the Lord. And what they had done was they had married these women that, were, that come from a pagan culture. They were godless. 
And God had said specifically in his word to the Jews that they were not to marry those individuals because their heart would be turned away from God. An example of that is King Solomon. Okay? And so Ezra just, he just hit the ground. He rent his clothes. He began to pluck his beard. I often tell everyone that's why I don't grow a beard, because I don't want to do that. He began to pull out the hair out of his face. And he sat there just astonished that God's people would get away from the Lord. It wasn't the people who were away from the Lord, it's that God's people would get away from the Lord. And he began to pray. And as he prayed, the, there's a group of people who, who love the word of God. And they came around Ezra and they prayed with him. And he sat there all night until the evening sacrifice. You'll read that in Ezra chapter 9. And then you get to Ezra chapter 10. And we read these words again. And when Ezra had prayed... And when he had confessed, weeping and casting himself down before the house of God, there assembled unto him out of Israel a very great congregation of men and women and children, for the people wept very sore. It says there in verse 1 that he confessed. Because when you read in chapter number 9, he didn't talk about everyone else's sin. He talked about our sin. He didn't talk about how everyone else had turned away from God. He says, we have turned away from God. He didn't say that there's a group of people that's a bunch of heathens and they're, they're, not, they're, God, they're not living for the Lord. They're not right with God. God convict them and get them right. He says, we... We have all gone astray. We've all made mistakes in our life that God is not in his rightful place in our life. And the Lord blessed his prayer. And as he got through praying, people were at the door. I mean, you would start seeing them. If you were in the lobby, you'd start seeing them. They, they, they're, coming, they're coming through the parking lot. They're coming to the door, weeping in sorrow, under conviction, because they know they're not right with God. This is my message today. Who are you weeping for? Who is so burdened? Who are you so who are you burdened for? Who is it that you have to you have to go before the throne and you have to ask God save their soul? Or maybe they're saved and they've gone astray, but you cannot, you, you're just so burdened and overwhelmed that you have to get a hold of God 
on their behalf. And you're begging the Lord to bring them back. Who are we weeping for? I think, I think as, a, as a whole, I'm not, not specifically talking about Somerville Baptists, although I'm throwing that in the mix a little bit. I think we get too comfortable with church. I think we get too comfortable singing our songs and, and we'll, we'll worship the Lord and, and we'll leave here feeling, feeling pretty good. We'll leave here feeling good. And, and we, we go out of this place. But who is it, Stick, that we just, we cannot keep going forward until that person gets right? We have all probably said this. I could spend all night praising God. Do it. God convicted that me recently. Quit saying it and do it. When does the souls of people, the spiritual lives of people consume us to the point that it breaks us. Breaks us. Who are you broken for? Because all of us get so consumed with the comforts of this life and the comforts of church and the comforts that that, that it just seems like our right to have. The only thing we're taking to heaven with us, Garrett, is people. The only thing, Michael Bell, that God sent his son to die for, you know what, the only thing is people. It's just people. People are what matters, is what matters to the Lord. Ezra prayed. I'm thankful that God is interested in our physical needs, aren't you? I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that God has an interest in every area of our life. I want us to be interested in meeting the physical need. Of Bridget Baker. Logan Lutz, Lutzo, is that right? I can't never pronounce it right. We all know Logan, we've been praying for him. He's right there by Dana. Logan, would, I'm going to embarrass you, Logan. Would you stand up, please? There's the, there's the man. So much prayer has gone up for him. I am so thankful for that. So thankful for that. I'm glad. I know his mom and dad are glad that God has an interest in our physical life. 
I want us to be burdened for the spiritual lives of people as well. Who are you praying for right now? Who is on, who is on your heart that you want to see them get saved? Who is on your heart that you want to see them get back to the Lord? When Ezra prayed, Darren, they came. I believe the Bible tells us to go, doesn't it? It tells us to go and tell people about Jesus. We have a responsibility to go. But you know, Oliver, the only ones that can get saved is the one the Lord's dealing with. And as we go, we have to be praying for God to open the heart of the individual. We have to be praying. People people will just want to get saved if God's people will get burdened enough to pray for them. Our prayer list is often filled with physical needs. Rarely is a spiritual need brought up. Rarely. Rarely. I don't know if we're embarrassed by that or if that's not, on, that's not the prime thing in our life. But Baker, I'm asking us to get out of our comfort zone a little bit. And I'm asking us to get to a place where we're broken and we're at a place where we're weeping for people. Weeping for people. I mean, I don't know what kind of burden a man has that he starts pulling the hair out of his face. That'll make you cry. When he had prayed, and when he had confessed, weeping and casting himself down before the house of God, there assembled in him out of Israel a very great congregation of men and women and children, the people wept very sore. Shechaniah was the spokesperson. He says, we've trespassed against our God. We've sinned. And he wraps it up. He says, yet now there's hope in Israel concerning this thing. Aren't you glad there's hope? You'll find one of these cards throughout the church. We put them out this morning. March the 6th through the 9th is our spring revival. March the 6th, 10 a.m., will be a Hope Sunday. And this is my prayer. My prayer is that you'll take these cards and you'll give them to people that's not going to church. Or not saved. They could be saved, but they're just not going to church. I want you to start praying for individuals and you want to put them in their hand as soon as possible. Maybe bring them to church with you next week. We can have revival today, amen? But I want you to start praying for those individuals. And maybe it's maybe this particular Sunday, say we're having Hope Sunday, it's kicking off our spring revival. We're, we're really praying to be a help to people. 
I want you to take that card and I want you to start, I want you to put those people's name down and I want you to start praying specifically for them. And I want you to tell them every week, Jackie, I want you to tell them every week, listen, I'm praying for you. I'm, I'm praying that you'll come. I want you to come. I'm praying for you every week. Don't give them to them on February the 7th and hope they show up March the 6th. I don't know about you, but people have to stay on. When I, when I was out of church, people had to stay on me to go to church. People would come by my family's house and invite us to church. You've got to stay on people. Maybe you're not as hard-headed as my family is, but we're pretty hard-headed. Maybe the Lord's got to show it. Maybe we just got to pray for them. The Lord's burdened my heart as a church to plead with God and cry out to God for the souls of men and women and children. And that's not the responsibility of the pastor, Alan. That's the responsibility of God's people. That's the responsibility of the church. Who are you broken for? Who are you weeping for? I want you to do me a favor. I want you to send me a text. Write this phone number down if you want to. 256-679-2916. Or go to the church website. Look at our staff. You'll find my email address. Pastor Clemens at SomervilleBaptist.org. Or take a Connect card and on the back, write that individual's name. You don't have to write your name, just write that individual's name. Whoever you're praying for, I want to join you in prayer. I want to pray with you. Text me their name. Email me their name. Put it on a Connect card. I'm going to pray with you for those people. Let's stop being comfortable. Let's become a burden people. Let's become a people where tears are shed as we come to church. Tears are shed as we come to church hoping, hoping that our guests will be there today. Pleading with God on Saturday night, Lord, get everything out of the way so that they could come and hear the word of God preached. Hear the gospel preached. Get everything out of the way. Help them to come. Saturday night, we're consumed with it. Sunday morning, we're up early. We're consumed with it. We come together praying. 8.15, we're praying. We're begging God. God, save our husband. Save our children. Save our cousins, our aunts, our uncles, our co-workers. God, we're begging you. We're pleading with you. For people to get right with you. What if we did that, Eddie? What if we did that? Let's bow our heads. Who are you broken for? Who am I weeping for?
Who do I want to see get saved? Who do I want to see come back to the Lord? Here's the invitation this morning. Maybe you're here and you don't know Jesus as your Savior. What are you waiting for? It's the greatest thing in the world. Greatest thing in the world. I want to invite you to come today and know him. I want us as a church right now to open our heart to the Lord.